BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, Houses, South Plains Leatherfest, and Gators. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Ohio Smart. Don't miss Kinko de Mayo, Ohio Smart's annual weekend event in Cleveland on May 1st and 2nd. KDM 2015 will be an experience unlike any other. More info online at kinkodemayo.com. Erotic Awakening is an exploration of all things erotics. Your hosts, Dean and Dawn, share their experience on insight and kink. Welcome! If you're offended by adult topics and prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. <laughs> right now. That was, um... Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. I kind of muffed that up a little. The second That's sentence right. before the first sentence and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you would think after this many episodes... I have the excuse of we have just spent many hours on an airplane not too long ago. We got home. We did go to the gym at 6 a.m. like good little boys and girls oh this morning. God. We didn't get home to almost 11 o'clock last night. And yes, at the gym at 6 a.m. And then found out I had to walk a mile to go pick up the truck, which wasn't actually ready and had to walk a mile back. Yes. So uh, that's my excuse for getting those sentences mixed up. <laughs> Uh, today on the podcast, we are indeed speaking about houses, as in the leather houses or families, tribes. We'll touch on all that kind of jazz, as well as we're going to talk about our experience at the South Plains Leather mm, Fest. Indeed. And Dallas and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we have some tentacle links. And, and a question of the day. Question of the day, if we get to it. We will probably start with the question of the day, Ooh, like so. Okay. So the question that came in was, how do you, and in this case you, the submissive Mm -hmm. or the slave, handle the stress of your master adding new chores? So the question uh, goes on to say, lately master's added more and more chores to me, uh, new rules and goals, um, but I have a big lack of free time. And um, apparently this person spends a lot of time working out on top of other chores like cooking and cleaning. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that, Dawn, when, I, when your master gives you too many chores? So, well, um, hmm, I try to handle it gracefully. <laughs> it doesn't always happen. Because we have the same issue right now, not having enough time to do much of anything. And then when I was training for the um, half marathon, I was working out like three to four hours a day mm-hmm. and trying to get everything else done as well. So I try to do it to the best of my ability. And right now I actually set myself alarms. If you add something new or if I have to remember something like the FET exercise post, I try to set myself an alarm so that I remember to do it because it's one of those things that has to be done at the end of the day and um, I don't, I'm not always at a place where I can do it. So I try to set myself an alarm. But otherwise, it's communication. See, for me... You know, very much communication. I totally rely on both you and uh, Slave Bat as well to communicate with mm-hmm. me when I've given you too many chores. And I have a bad habit, especially with Bat, because I know how busy she is, because mm-hmm. she tells me how busy she is. Right. That I, would, that I don't want to give her too much to do, so I don't give her... Um, I don't want to set up for failure, right? Right. The flip side, of course, is that that is my job. Mm-hmm. As a master, and that is her role as my slave <clears throat> to do that stuff. Right. So I have to rely on her to be able to speak up and say, um, 
hey, master, I know you want me to do these nine things, but on top of the rest of my life, I don't have time. And she does a good job of that. And, or clarifying when I say, bat, do this, this, and this. She'll ask me, when do you need that done by? Right. Well, my problem is, is that I want to do everything. So I want to have the time to do everything and to do everything. And so I actually have to, I actually struggle sometimes in speaking up and saying, Master, I just don't have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got, I know you want someone else to do this, and I would actually love to do that, but I don't have the bandwidth. So, you know, and, and it takes a lot of skill to be able to speak up when you really just want to take care. You know, I just want to take care of you. So... I want to do the laundry and I want to do all that stuff that I used to do and yep. just can't. Really, the, the short answer to that question is communicate. Tell master. Absolutely. And and allow him to adjust if need be. Mm-hmm. So that's that question of the day. If you have a question of the day, one that we might talk about longer or have not quite the easy answer, there's a variety of ways to get a hold of us. For example, Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com is our email address. And I understand there's not a got comment form anymore, so fine. You can find us. <laughs> fine. You can find us on FetLife at Erotic Awakening, two words, and then look at us as owners, and that's our FetLife names. Or you could go to eroticawakening.com and scroll down to the very bottom of that main page, and you'll see oh, contact information of a variety of sites. Us. Yes, that's nice. Other ways to contact us as well is where we'll be presenting past podcasts as past podcast episodes, episodes, links to the newsletter, and all kinds of stuff can be found on said website. And I'll, I'll be doing the newsletter soon because we have a new subscriber. Oh, we do have a and new we, subscriber. Yes, we have a new subscriber, but we know this person not personally, but he twits a lot. Uh, it's called Tweet, dear. Oh, is it Tweet? Yes, I'm sorry. apparently, uh, 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 Reverend Danny Smite of California not only is a new subscriber to the newsletter, but he also understands the whole Twitter thing because when we tweet, he twitters, no, retweets, <laughs> retweets. Yes, retweets yes. and favorite tweets. I think is what it's called. Uh, you don't really know. So. I have no clue. I'm a Facebook person. No, but we do know about tentacle links. We do. So, giving, getting a lot. I told you, I can. I can outfit the whole new place that we get with tentacles, if you would like. So, Dark Tower Girl sent a hand wrap. And it's kind of like a... It's hard to describe, but it's like a medical tentacle, like, ring wrap sort of thing. So, very pretty. And um, an earrings that she saw at a convention that... I'm not sure what they're made out of, but they were pink and purple. But even more interesting to me about that was that uh-huh. she pointed out a connection to... Jonathan Coltrane, who does uh, some filk, which you and I happen to mm-hmm. be geeky enough to recognize as uh, convention folk music, right. for lack of a better way to put it. Right. And we know Jonathan Coltrane from the t- uh, radio show Ask Me Another, another popular podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It's not, is it called Ask Me Another? With Ophelia Eisenberg? Yes, it is. It's an NPR show. Nice. So I didn't know that it was a filk guy as well. And anybody who's got the name Tark. Dark Tower Girl is okay in my book. She's a Stephen King fan? She is indeed a Stephen Ooh, King book. So nice. She's okay in my book, even though it's a very, very, very long book. Series. Series, <laughs> yes. All right. So give a hoot hoot. <laughs> Sent a tentacle something. Hat, wig, head invader. I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure what that was. And then Chip the Tentacle Guy is trying to... Um, get back his status of number one tentacle sending person, sent a really cool blue octopus mug. I would drink out of said octopus monk mug. Uh, maybe you can get me that for Christmas Ooh, instead of me getting you octi nice. stuff. Yeah, so, and then um, Kaiubai, 
I think is how you pronounce it, sent me a link on FetLife to some tentacle art. So I wasn't able <laughs> I wasn't able to get it open. He sent it quite a while ago. Well, not quite a while. It's been a couple of weeks. But I wasn't able to get it open until today. Butterscotch promised me some food on boobs. She did. Didn't she? Live food on boobs, as she a matter of fact. She did. Well, that's because her boobs were all up nice and pushed up yes nice and then we went out to dinner <laughs> uh we went to as you mentioned so while we're in the dallas uh on saturday night we were thinking about what we wanted to do for dinner and suddenly mm-hmm. butterscotch reached out to us via text uh we know butterscotch and family from um the last time we were down there for bridging, bridging the, the slash. slash and we were right. talking to some bridging the slash people and we remembered how much we enjoyed that event i believe that is episode 326 who you're better you're at those numbers in, than i am Aren't I, though? Uh, <laughs> desperate need to hear what the heck a bridging the slash is. Uh, but uh, she texted us on Saturday. She said, we're getting a bunch of us getting ready to go out for dinner. I said, hey, great. We'll join you. And I uh, went to a place called Gators. I got to try the Gator. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a wonderful time, although we were a bit rushed trying to get back to the contest. Well, well, and that is because we wanted to, to get back to the contest. We had friends in that contest. So Miss Brenda and Arcane from the um, GLLA region, so they're from right here in Columbus, Ohio, actually were um, in the International Master Slave Contest and did fabulous. Did not win. Master Kevin and Slave Fairy won from the mm-hmm. Southeast region, but uh, Miss Brenda and Arcane gave them a run for their money. They did fabulous. So, And then we also knew people up there, Raven and Joshua. Mm-hmm. So from the Northeast region, they did great. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fourth couple. Oh, I don't remember their names right off the top of my head. So bad me. But I can picture them in my head. I, I can That doesn't as well. help on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, I think her name was Slave Anne. I want to say... See, I don't want to get his name yeah, wrong, I know. so I don't want to guess. We'll, we will update that. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't a judge this year. I was not a judge this year. So you were not required year. to remember their names. That right. would have been embarrassing if you couldn't remember their names. True. The uh, funny thing about that, um, if you, uh, one of the judges was Slave Ziggy. Mm-hmm. So it just so happens that Raven and Joshua and Brendan Arcane and Slave Ziggy will all be at Power Exchange Summit coming in a couple of months. So will Slave Ann, who was on the judges. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so we'll have a, a lot of representation. <laughs> <laughs> so if our um, people that ran for contest uh, ran for the contest were not happy with the results, they'll have two of the judges there that they can have <laughs> conversations with. Right exactly, there. exactly. Um, uh, and we've talked before in the past about the leather contest, and we've talked about our experience running mm-hmm. both for the Great Lakes title and for the international title and what it's like to be part of that leather community and go for a title and win a title and lose a title. And they're Mm -hmm. all fantastic experiences. Um, I don't, you know, it's all area that we've covered before. If Mm -hmm. you are primarily a person that goes to kink events, uh, kinky college, winter wickedness, Mm -hmm. another hundred that I can name, uh, we always recommend people check out a leather event on an, and just to broaden the horizon to right. see what things look like. It's, it is a little different. It is a little bit different. And it's hard to explain why it's different because the basic format's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we never got to the dungeon. We never did get to the dungeon. Yeah. But that's because it's for us, when we go to the couple of leather events we go, it's much more of a social. Right. It's much more of a 
be involved in the contest, be involved in the selection, and just this, the South Plains has a wonderful thing called the South Plains Living Room. Yes, where uh, we ended up Sunday. That's how we ended our time at the mm-hmm. event, just hanging out in the living room, talking with great people like Sir Stephen and and Ziggy and uh, Master Brent, Griffin and yeah, and a number of wonderful people. Um, so it was a really good time. Um, go to a leather event, folks. I we recommend it. It's it's good experience, and you may find that you've been hanging out and some people don't right some people don't dig it but some people find oh wait this is the home i was looking for this whole time and i i just i really love and we have not been to all the leather events there is um and i'm sure there's more than the the few that are on the master slave circuit but you know you've got your northeast regional your southeast regional northwest northeast and then gll a and um so those are your five big events plus you know plus international so six, you know, events. And I just love the people there. I can't wait till GLLA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the kink events. I love the people there as well. But I kind of admitted to you on the train that if anything ever happens to you first, I will probably go delve deep into the leather community. Right. That, that would be my family. So that's probably where I'd get, I don't know, where I'd get lost at for a little while. Because, yeah. you know, just the support and knowing the people and stuff. I'm not planning on anything happening to me. Thank you, sir. I didn't even want to speak it out loud, but, you know. know, The the funny thing about it now, with a couple of, maybe two months ago, I would have said one of the big differences between the kink events and the Mm -hmm. leather events is that the leather event is, the leather events tend to be more of a a closer-knitted community that have more in common than just kink. Mm -hmm. Although... I've certainly read a few articles by leading leathermen. Okay. You know, people who you would say, oh, I recognize that name if you're a leather type person, who have said it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all about hot leather sex, and we need to pre- stop pretending that coverings have meaning and hmm. that there's any value in all that, that it's just about hot leather sex, hmm. um, which I find a little. It's not for me to decide whether that's right or wrong. Right, right. Uh, it's another perspective. Um, so does that mean if someone loses their sex drive, they're no longer leather? Interesting comment. Um, I would actually have to to speak with people that hold that ideal. Okay. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. See, because when I go to like, um, when I go to like South Plains or GLLA or something like that, you know, what I see is a lot of um, people in, in their leathers and their covers and they've got back patches and they show all the things that they belong to. They got their NLA patches. They've got their regional patches. They've got their riding club patches. They've got all this type of stuff about how they belong and then how, you know, we do the parade of colors across the mm-hmm. stage where we represent all the mast groups from internationally now because there were some from Canada. And, you know, I just see it as so much more. You know, a lot of us didn't make it to the dungeon. It wasn't about Absolutely. hot leather sex for I, us. I personally agree with that view. Right. Um, other, I like hot leather sex, though. Right. <laughs> the other aspect is that I could have said a few months ago that the leather community is more of a community, mm-hmm. where the kink community is more of people that are, are only together because of kink. Right. But certainly things like the space have changed my opinion about that. 
That's a group mm-hmm. of kinksters coming together to behind right. a good coat. And right. we see that on occasion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you... So, instead of listening to us meander about it, go check out the different events and decide where your home is. Oh, exactly. So Other stuff that happened in Texas that we have to get to as well, though. Oh, by the way, going backwards in time for a moment. Yes, sir. The, uh, we did mention we had dinner with the Butterscotch and, and family. Yes. And family. Right. Including, and I'm going to make up completely secret names. Okay. Uh, because uh, somebody, I asked somebody to say, to send me a little email with all the people that were cool with being on the podcast mm-hmm. instead of me just walking around and saying, oh, you could be on the podcast. How do you spell your name? Right. Um, and I have not heard that anybody is cool with being on the co- podcast. Okay. So I don't want to out anybody. So, um, but people like. See, I don't even want to do that because I can't make up names for everybody. Right, so, right. Uh, so you guys know who you are. We had a wonderful time. Thank you very oh, much. But you know what else was neat? We were sitting talking to somebody that was with, what was the name of the core? The Dallas Leather Core and the Austin Leather Core. And okay. So I don't, I don't have permission to say their names either. So, But um, it's kind of funny because you'd actually talked to one of them before about... Doing well, the yeah, podcast quite a while a ago. Yes. Ago. So we were sitting there talking to them, and then someone at the table said, So, what are you guys talking about? And you mentioned um, the podcast. And they're like, What podcast? You said Erotic Awakening <laughs> podcast. And they're like, That's why I know your voice. I knew I knew your voice, but not your face. And that's why. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's neat when you run into people that recognize uh-huh. you that uh, we had the same thing happen at Kinky College. Right, and, right. Uh, in fact, Pretty much everywhere we go now, we have uh-huh. people that recognize us from the podcast. I'm getting better at saying hi, Dan. Yes, when, when I you say, say hi, Dan. Yes. So because it, it's clicking for me that that's usually a podcast listener. <laughs> Speaking of the Dallas and Austin Leather Corps, uh, mm-hmm. thank you to those guys and um, for hosting the presenter hospitality suites. Oh, absolutely! That was pretty. Uh, that's great. A nice opportunity to step away, grab a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. hide off for a little bit, recharge your batteries, eat some cookies. Uh, and had some great conversations in well as well while we were in there. Got to meet a really interesting rope person who oh, no. also I can't remember their name. And again, we didn't say could I use your name on the podcast, but I did right, get right. I did get the following names that I'm allowed to use. Slave Gemma said she's cool with being on the podcast, so shout out to Slave Gemma. And also, I got to hug Kitty Lane. I didn't realize that was a big deal. But yeah. after one of your classes, oh, I, I know I, who you mean. Then she was getting ready to leave, and I ran up to her, and I said, "Hey, I noticed that you know I pre- that the class seemed to be impactful to you. Mm-hmm. Can I have a hug?" And she said, "Sure." And she gave me a hug, and everybody around her was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you hugged someone!" And I'm thinking, "Oh my god, I don't know. is this a big deal?" And it, it was a big deal. So I appreciate nice. the fact that she gave me a hug. That was very sweet of her. Nice. So and then um, I put on here um, slave checkers. She was your um, demo slave, obviously not her real name. That was the name she was given during your class. But uh, she demoed for the Master Hank class. Brave soul, brave soul. But she said it fed her and it did her well. And you know what? She really did her master proud. Yeah, absolutely. I really believe that. And and just from a presenting perspective, I would like to say that I'm quite proud of both of us. We... um, I was mentioning to Master Jim, who runs, uh, or one of the people that runs South Plain Leather Fest. It might have been Slave Marshall that I was mentioning this to. 
Um, sometimes when you do a presentation, you, you, you know you did a good job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're in the zone and you right. really hit it. And uh, we were three for three on this one. All I three so. really. And th- this was really odd because um, South Plains likes the workshops that are a little edgy yes and different so we got to do three workshops that are kind of uh, weird for us because um dan and i when we present it's very much a 50 50 thing but we have a couple of classes that are more led by me or more led by him and um so and they actually all three of the classes they picked were like that so mine was um how to be a survivor in a healthy ms relationship Mm mm-hmm um, or how survivors, oh my gosh, now I forget the title of my class, but it's how survivors can be in a healthy MS relationship. And yep. it's about abuse survivors and mm-hmm. trauma survivors and the skills that I've learned over the last 14 to 16 years on how to be healthy in a healthy MS relationship. So I got to lead that one, though you have a lot to contribute. Um, that, that's still my lead. And then a Master Slave and Buddha that's your lead. I have a little bit to contribute, but definitely your lead. Mm-hmm. And then the Master Hank one. Do you remember the title of that one? Submission that's the long is one. a gift, and I should be treated as a the dainty flower that I am and other bullshit that Master Hank doesn't tolerate. Exactly. So that one, you absolutely lead. I get to ask permission to offer some stuff for the slave side, but a very, very different sort of workshop. It went very well. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Um, and according to Slave Checkers, the way that I negotiate having that demo bottom for that class is seven seconds of me grabbing her and throwing her against the wall and saying, you in. Right. Is pretty much it, which is, I, I don't think that's necessarily, the, I, she also said that I yell during that class. I don't think I yell. I think I'm just loudly dominant. <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless of that I kind of stuff. I am not disagreeing with Master Hank at all. That is pretty wise. <laughs> Hey, Dawn, did you, we have other Texas things to talk about, I think, but did you know? Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by K.J. Canes, home of the original designer, glow-in-the-dark, and light of canes. It's where art and pleasure come together to suit your unique style. They have the biggest selection of canes on the net. And it's more than canes. Check out the great selection of hand-poured low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics, such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes... And more. EA listeners get 10% off orders of $25 or more with discount code DANANDDAWN15. Head over to KJKanes.com and buy yourself some stuff. Like steel anal plugs? Or those anal beads that we saw that were pretending to be lamps in our room. (laughs) They were huge. (laughs) They were huge. I don't want them up my butt, sir. Uh, They were you can tell me that, but you know, Master Hank may not. <laughs> Down, girl. Um, other than that, I wanted to mention that the we did figure out finally who's doing the keynote for the Power Exchange Summit. We did, yes. Would you like to share who it is? I would, I would. Please do, please do. Kevin and Katie. So executive Power Exchange couple Kevin and Katie will be doing our keynote at Power Exchange Summit this year. Power Exchange Summit is, of course, the only event of its kind, a focus on all Power Exchange relationships, a celebration of them. No dungeon, no play space. It's three days of focus on those relationship styles. Whether you're taking in hand Victorian, master slave, or something you've derived for yourself, 
you'll find yourself represented at Power Exchange Summit. Head over right now to powerexchangesummit.org and you'll get your tickets before they're sold out. Which before get, the people we are, that haven't got theirs. <laughs> yes, I, that, 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 that actually sounds better than what I did. Uh, go check out the site, see if it's the kind of thing that you would like to do. So, indeed. What um, is this Facebook comment you have here? Oh, the Facebook comment. So I was actually looking at our Facebook page and just some of the random stuff on it. We've got 729 likes on that thing. That's pretty sweet. That? I did yes. not. I, I don't do Facebook, so I know. that's great. We need to remember to keep posting to it, because so, we've got a lot of people liking it. And something else I want to make sure to mention. Um, our last podcast was what, on group sex? It was. And uh, we were talking about some of the threesomes we've had and some of the... The, uh, the foursomes we've had and, you know, the flesh tent and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, Ohio Hedgehog wrote us back, so and he's a longtime podcast listener, mm-hmm. and um, says he doesn't consider three people as group sex and four people is too close to wife swapping. He considers group sex to be five or more with fluidity of connection. Okay. So maybe he needs to come over with two friends and us, mm, and that would be five, and we would, would we could five, test his theory, and we get to move around as we want, huh? <laughs> Apparently, that's what fluidity of connection is. Is that what that means? Yeah, that's okay. what that All means. Right. So, so um, I can see his point on that, though. So anyway, yeah, you know but, what? I kind of actually agree with that. That uh, three people, by definition, is although it is group sex, it would be more. We should have saved that for T for threesomes. Ooh. Yeah. We should have saved it for J because J is going to be a real pain. We found out there are very few fetishes that start with the letter J. I think there's more than what FetLife says. Well, I'll let John Baku know. I have more fetishes than what is listed on. Good point. <laughs> I have more fetishes listed on my profile. Yeah, than, I, well, than you what's know what? On One of my fetishes, which I didn't realize I had until recently, was mm-hmm. finding our uh, somebody using their FetLife profile pick. Is our books. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you can say this awesome name. Uh, Dehovian Kiera. Kiera. That's good. I said the same thing. <laughs> uh, they're using our books as a FetLife profile pick, which, by the way, is really um, humbling. It is, actually. So They're going to make another good age. Humbling. Humbling. So, so we good. appreciate that. Um, I think since they did that, they should go to Kinko de Meyer for free. But they will have to do the same as everybody else. If you're looking for a free admission to Kinko de Mayo 2015, check out KinkoDeMayo.com and email the name of the KDM 2015 presenter you are most looking forward to saying and send that to info at OhioSmart.org. .org. They told me I said .com last time and I fucked that up. It's oh, info at ohiosmart.org. The winner will be chosen at random on 4115 and contacted by email. So you've only got like two weeks left to do that. To but it's a, it's a wonderful event and free ticket. Hell, why wouldn't you go? Why wouldn't you go? So that is just about taking us to our topic. It is, though. Oh, we have so many notes here. Hold on. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Thank you. You're welcome. You could thank me, instead of just saying you're welcome, you could thank me by rating us on iTunes, tweet about us like Reverend Dan and Smite, like us on <laughs> Facebook like 729 of your friends, 
or just go tell your friends about the podcast. About the podcast. So, Don, recently somebody wrote me and said that they got in trouble. And I don't, I don't know that they said they got in trouble, right? What they said was they recently played with somebody. And that somebody came on, came to them and said, I would like to play with you. And they said, well, mm-hmm. that's great. Let's go play. So they went and played. And apparently because this person belonged to a house, this person got in trouble with the house. Right. For not seeking approval the, the of the house. The person that was asked. Yes. The got person that trouble. was asked got in trouble with the house for not seeking the approval of the house first. So, and then just wanted an opinion on the situation. So, you know, it was kind of... Curious what you had to say because we have had a house before. Mm-hmm. We had house good old meta. house meta. Yep. So yep, it's kind of in retirement right now. So, but um, we did have some good people in there, and we had some rules. But I mean, what's your thoughts on getting well, in that, trouble with that a house? particular situation? Right. Uh, let's come back to that after we talk about what the heck a house is. Okay. Um, so really interesting when we had house meta. We had people join the house, and we had somebody who wanted to join the house, but they were already a member of another house. Right. And we're like, oh, I don't know. Can you do that? I don't know. So we did all this research, and mm-hmm. should we put our patch on the left side or the right side? So we right. did all this research. Uh, what we found is that there is no right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that everybody does it differently, and in the way you're doing it is the way that you guys do it, then the way you're doing it is right. What we decided, at least what I decided, here's the definition for a house that I came up with. It's simply a group of people with similar ethics or beliefs about the lifestyle. Now, which lifestyle? We said either the it's not it's more than just a kink lifestyle, right? Not necessarily the leather's lifestyle. You don't have to be leather folk to be in a house, but you're not just Sharing a common kink. Mm-hmm. Again, the definitions, this is my definition. Feel free, mileage right. may vary. People in the house who are affiliated as house members may or may not live together, but it is the belief system that keeps them associated, right? It is that they all have that similar set of ethics, that similar set of beliefs about the lifestyle. Right. So, for example, you might ha- create a house uh, based on uh, the fact that you believe all people in your house should. See, de- define the word master this way and slave this way, and that their ethical conduct and so and so sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you find other people that believe the same way, you formed a house. That's exactly what we did with exactly House Matter. Right. Uh, we got tired of explaining well, what is a master because there is a thousand different definitions, and what is a slave and what is a power exchange relationship. We came up with a single set of definitions that work for you and me. Right. And as we associated ourselves with other people that believe the same thing, that's how we added people to the house. Right. Um, somebody in the house is likely recognized as a figurehead, but it is mostly an administrative role. They don't necessarily influence other members, but they would have the last word on issues and that's just a harmony sort of thing right Mm -hmm. there has to be a place where the buck stops there has to be a part where you say um you know so and so situation is going on we've all thought about it we've all talked about it now what are we going to do and a person who says this is what we're going to do right i agree Um, with that there's also other things that other than a house right there's a family uh some people see a family like a house but there's more of an emotional investment um and Jack Rinella has a great quote about a leather family. A leather family is where I can be myself regardless of if that places me in a bad light. So that's Rinella's words there. 
There's also the idea of a tribe, and we'll just touch that really quickly. Somewhat autonomous family grouping, kind of a loose structure. Uh, someone might say they're part of our tribe based on shared interest in leather, BDSM, spirituality. And that definition, by the way, give credit to Slave Namaste. That's, I got that inspiration from uh, her writings on tribe. Nice. So, Dawn. Yes, sir. Uh, house meta, right? We so we had this right. house for a while. What does it mean to have a house? Well, to me, like you said, it was a group of people that shared the same ethics that supported us. I mean, we had the house when um, we ran for title, mm-hmm. so they went to Dallas to support us. So it was people that um, sometimes. Mm, Sometimes I'll say they're my family, but there is a different definition for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew if we needed to call on somebody, it was our house. We knew if um, something was going on with a house member, we would support them. So it's just kind of like walking the same path. So walking mm-hmm. the same path, side by side sort yeah. of thing. I, I What I envision a house to be is when you... If you're going to move, you don't mm-hmm. have to ask your house mem- members mm-hmm. to help you move. It's an assumption they're just going to show up and help do it. Right. Like when we ran for title, our house uh, not only supported us, but a lot of them were able to actually travel all the way from Columbus, Ohio to Dallas. Right. And and support us physically, the presence, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that was wonderful. And we couldn't even spend any time with them, right? right we were right. very busy we were running around. Oh, yeah. So. Um, and then there's um, like Master Sherry. She was a member of the house, Mm -hmm. but I also consider her my family. Mm -hmm. So there's people that can be both as well. So in my book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the and one of the aspects of a house that's important to me and the reason that House Meta did retire was you have to continue to have some involvement with each other for Mm -hmm. us. Right. It's not just this. I'm not a big fan of labels just for the sake of labels. You right. know, for us, it was an active participatory experience. Right. And as we got busier and busier, it was just one of the things that ended up re- being retired, just where we didn't have time to do everything that we wanted to do. Exactly. So, And then we had people in the house that were also parts of other families. Or yes. Parts of other families or clans. We had clans in there as yes. well, which were kind of like tribes or families or, you know, however they, they defined that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of neat. The interesting uh, part about, so we go back to our question mm-hmm. from our listener about, did I, you know, was there a protocol failure there? Did I, should I be in trouble and all that kind of stuff? The reality is because there is no simple definition of what a house is then they cannot possibly be expected to know that they should have done anything right right if um if somebody wants to play with you right they need you need to be able to speak up and say here's what you need to do here's the protocols right and especially if you're going to approach somebody right so i told the person that wrote in and asked that question i said dude you didn't do anything wrong at all um and if the person that leads or part of that house says, you know, that was breaking our house's protocol, that's their responsibility if they want to. Um, I have no problem with the idea they're going to reach out and say just informationally. Right. But really, it came down to the person you played with. That should have been the person that keyed you into. Just like if somebody wanted to play with you and 
you're supposed to ask me first, then you need to tell them I have to ask my master first. Right. There should be no assumption that anybody knows anything. Exactly. So use it as a teaching experience. So no one can really guess. And, you know, it should be done with politeness and, you know, graciousness. The other aspect of a house that I do want to mention, though, is a lot of us, as we've explored the kink or alternative uh, or leather lifestyle, have found that our own families either reject us or they don't understand us or that they are simply uh, a pain in the ass to deal with. Right. And uh, Sir Stephen of um, Indianapolis told me a great story about how when he first started attending um, uh, events in Indianapolis, now in the uh, not that long ago in leather history, at least in our area, it was pride. Uh, way predominant, predominantly, 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 <laughs> uh, a gay male influenced or gay male population. And when he walked in uh, as a het male, he was immediately accepted um, and considered just part of the family, and they op- welcomed him with open arms. Right? That's kind of like what I like it to get out of a house is the idea that these are just people that not family of blood but family of choice Mm. um and that's a really neat situation to be in like you mentioned with sherry um like with bat uh for myself like with karen where these are people that we've decided to associate with and to be um really interesting i'm reading a book right now about intimacy where we can be intimate with these people uh be vulnerable with these people and um, that's what a house is about to me. It's, or at least, eh, see now, some people say, well, that's more of a family, family. than a house. But, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that would be. So uh, I could edit all that part off, but I'm not going to. Okay. A house is kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And I don't, I don't always like using the word family. Yeah. So it's very few people that would make it into my family. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What about Ginger Dog? Ginger's part of my family, though she is being a little pain right now. Not bad, not as bad as the uh, cat that whenever we go for away oh for a couple days, decides she must sleep on our head. I told head. her she could not put a, uh, a claw into my forehead last night, so instead she slept on your chest and put her claw in my lip as I snuggled <laughs> you. So, yes, yes, the crazy cat. The so crazy they're cat. part of our house, too. Yes, indeed. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage <laughs> Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. You're going to have to wait. That's page four. Jonas on the third Friday. Jonas on the third Friday of each month for Planet Four Play Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. That's my Dawn impression. That's your Dawn Yes. I thought my voice was deeper than that. Do you want to do your Dan impression for this next line? No, thank you, sir. Oh, yes, I can. So you can also. No, I can't. I can't sound like Elvis. <laughs> You can also catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Porter's Pub in Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday of every month. Give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger. <laughs> a Monkey Puzzle Club. It's over Wednesday. That's a Chinese Elvis style. <laughs> over Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the room at the Columbus Insights Center Monkey Puzzle Club every Wednesday. You'll go. you go. <laughs> you go now. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzle08. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. 
Bye, Bye. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>